Leon. Why's he got to be notorious B.I.G.? Biggie. you people oh shit hell yeah so tonight we have a different anthony give a special love to anthony crawford hell our yeah special guest what's up everybody the better anthony's here oh it uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fighting words uh armstrong may show up he may not show up i think his cult is having an issue tonight that's what he called it right he wants to start a cult I mean, so what do you say? Oh well, he does no. Well, he does want to start a cult, doesn't he, he? Dude, he said it on the air. Like if the listens that we have of like the thirteenth, this is episode what thirteen? Uh, sure, it's nineteen. But well, okay, yeah. available to the public until you find that. And sure, I would say not? we release those early ones that we lost. I say we release them as lost episodes <laughs> on Patreon someday. <laughs> Because that might be like the last ep- the last Hamill episode, you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Think about it. He hasn't been back in a while. Yeah, trying to get Hamill back on. In fact, the last time I think you and I were on mic together was uh, in my living room. Yeah, it was. Where somebody conf- called you Arms- uh, Armstrong. Yep. And they were like, well, all Anthonys look alike. And I pulled up a picture of Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. And it killed. <laughs> like, I didn't even have a mic for that. I was just pulling up shit on the fucking internet. And people were like, oh, this fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> was that a words or a vagrance? That was I think a, that was a vagrance. It, well, it was, was technically it word? a words because it was Hamill's jam. You couldn't be there, so it was you and... I fucking... I, I dare say my least favorite human was was there um Derek Rush was there cuz he was living <laughs> in the house at the time yeah um plus two other two other comics and I don't think I've seen either one of them since so I have no idea who they were well I'm here that's all that matters <laughs> right <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll if you've right. ever done a podcast with me before it's similar <laughs> <laughs> indeed I have good to <laughs> Yo, man, I got sunburned for the first time. I actually got it. It, yeah. fuck, it fucked me up a little bit. How I, bad? I, uh, How'd you fuck around and get sunburned? That's the first question. Uh, the show I do at the Nudist Colony. I do a oh, show you at didn't nudist. think of no well, sunscreen? Well, okay, no, let's, I didn't. let's back this up a couple frames. <laughs> <laughs> you do a show at a nudist colony. Yeah, it's a Explain nud- that. It's a nudist family resort. Uh, there's kids there and shit. And, uh, yeah, they, I, I got to know a couple of them that... Go to Devon. A couple of my regulars at Devon's. And, uh, yeah, they asked me to throw a show there one day. I did, and it was the second biggest event they had of the year. Do you have to take the stage nude? Uh, we did, but it's optional. You don't have to. But uh, one of the one of the perks of, of being on the show is you get, a, you get three free visits. So the day of the show is your first visit, and you can go there 
during the day. Meet all the people that's going to be at the show. It's almost like a cheat code. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. You get I to, like it. Yeah, like you it. get to meet everybody. You already get to hold everybody's naked out of the way. Like, dude, it's, it's great. Okay. Uh, we, we, I'm going to dive into this because I'm, I'm super curious. Mm-hmm. So you did a set nude. Yep, I did 45 minutes naked. Yeah. Ooh, is I that did. the first time you've ever done something like that? Uh, perform naked, yeah. That was the first time. And, like, because a lot of people's fears, mm-hmm. like the the old, uh, like sort of stereotypical thing, is like just picture yourself and everybody in the audience naked. You, yeah, you lived that. Yeah, it's it's happened, and and it was like maybe like really ninety four percent of the audience is naked because there was some that just didn't want they didn't feel comfortable. It was their first first visit, and. Hey. Fashionably late. Of course. Glad to see you. Nigga, we don't start till seven something anyway. Y'all got <laughs> I don't know. No, I start at seven o'clock every time we can. Just normally we're waiting for someone. <laughs> we already did that. In my own. Yeah. Yeah, man, you're on. Oh, God damn it. It's not like we couldn't hear you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, so you project. No, th- this is fascinating to me because that's like the most humble thing. But mm-hmm. now you're all on the same fucking level. Yeah, man. And I mean, uh, a lot of guys that when they when they first hear about a show at a nudist resort, they think, man, like, damn, I gotta worry about. I gotta look at everybody' dick. I got titties all around. Probably gonna get hard. I gotta deal with that, dude. Every day is like fifty five to. You know what I mean? And, like, you genuinely, after, the, for me, after the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, I forgot people were naked anymore. You know what I mean? Ooh, when I did jokes at a swingers club, it was like that. Like, oh, jokes are over and people are fucking everywhere now. Yep. All right, that's cool. What were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. And, uh, that's, uh, I mean, it was cool. That was a cool crowd. They were getting a lot of references we all didn't think they would get. Like, I dropped a fucking uh, straight out of Compton reference. And, dude, it hit. Like, they. It was critically acclaimed and it was on HBO. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah. I'm just, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something about white people who I've learned. They have an extensive knowledge of black shit. <laughs> they do. They act like they don't, but you bring up certain shit. These, these crackers know what the fuck is going on. So, so, no, I, I have a really oh good my. knowledge of, like, gangster <laughs> rap history. <laughs> yeah, and that that actually makes me feel I I, I be pissed off that I would like because I drive you know saying Lyft and I'll have songs playing and like the white people again and they'll have this extensive knowledge of hip hop. I mean like everything. Like you talk to white like true white hip hop heads, yeah. they don't even like Kendrick Lamar anymore. They like him the old Kendrick Lamar. They're like I don't even like that guy now. I like because he was under another name before I guess. And I'm like nigga, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you tell me shit, I don't know what about niggas. So no, I, I want to. I'm not letting this no, shit Kendrick's go. Kendrick's good. So nudist colony, all white? Uh, no, nah, there's some black folk though. There's some black folk, one Asian lady. Average Asian. median age range. Uh, <laughs> talking fifties. The Asian woman yeah, was they were real. all like in the. Oh, everybody was like in their fifties. Oh yeah, everybody, that's, that's old people. There's a couple of forties. You know Word. what I mean? And uh. The one that invited me, she's like twenty eight, something like that. Why isn't there like young nudist colonies? I've noticed that. Like it's I mean, old they're, people. They're kids there, huh? They're kids there. No, but I'm talking like it's not like an exclusive. Oh, because these people are like Europe. the end, the yeah. very edge of the uh, hippie movement. 
Like yeah. people that are like in their late, late 40s well, and no, mid I mean, 50s now. But there's always been like nudist colonies. Yes, but the that has to do with something that we've discussed before. It has to do with like self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like for for Crawford to roll up there and do 45 naked, you got to be that's a level of confidence in yourself that most like 20 somethings, fucking 30 somethings, most 40 somethings don't have. Mm-hmm. Like it, where it's just can... like I am what I am, go fuck yourself if you think different. I can handle this. Like, fuck, I'm 38, and I'm, like, on the precipice of being able to do what you did, but fuck. And I think that's too much. such a leap of faith for me to be like, you know what? Fuck it. That's that's too much estrogen and testosterone when you're 22. When you're old, you don't even want to fuck like that no more. You just want to (laughs) see naked motherfuckers. I've I've only approached very few 20 uh, comics in their 20s about the show. I've I've asked very few because I know a lot of them – a lot of them don't have the wherewithal. Have any, for that have any shit. women did it? And they're going to be super bunch juvenile. Of comics. Yep. Bunch of female comics want to do it. A okay. bunch of them want to do it. And they'd be juvenile. Like, yeah, too young a comic. Like, just a, not their comedic ability, but oh, for sure. as a I human, a... like, they're going to go in and be like, they're going to be, oh, he's naked. Look at that guy's dick. And it's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. It's a gig. Do your job. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, no, when I, I did that sit at that swingers show, I was the only person they didn't bring up that it was at a swingers club yep. out of the whole night. Like, everyone dwelled on it. It was weird. I don't think so, because what I've learned about comedians, no matter how old they are, they they, they seem older than they really are, because... To be a comedian, you have to have a deeper understanding of a lot of things that most 20-year-olds won't even think that deep on certain stuff. You know, I think it depends on the type of comedy you do. But if you're doing, like, observational comedy, you have a older sense to yourself than most 20-something-year-olds. I can see that. I definitely can see that. But uh, another thing I definitely had to worry about when considering comics for it was uh, – do they have the material for it? Because uh, a lot of these folks, I mean, they ain't trying to hear dick jokes right now. You know what I mean? We And we all get that we naked, man. So I know all, that's what a lot of y'all going to bring up. You know what I mean? And and But how you know they don't want to hear dick jokes? How do you make that assumption? I mean, it's but, dicks out. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm telling you, man, I did 40 minutes of dick jokes at that fucking swingers club, and they loved it. That was probably the best crowd reaction I've ever had, but, but it was a small room. But that's what I was saying. That's what uh, hanging out before the show is all about, because you get to know. Like, I knew they didn't want to hear a lot of dick jokes. Like, I knew that. They didn't want to hear a lot of sex jokes. It I takes, knew that. It takes a you different know? turn because, you know, a lot of – I'm not necessarily saying anybody in this room, but a lot of comics tend to be that have that self-deprecation yeah. about their – physicality it, yeah. you know you can be like well i don't do that bullshit when, <laughs> when when you're fucking out there exposed like th- that kind of takes the the unknowing bit out of the joke you know where it can be like oh yeah you know he's got the confidence but he's telling me he's only got like a two inch dick when it's hard yeah. and it plays to his bit but you can't do that where everybody can see everything I think that's actually that would be a good move for most comics to do that aren't confident on stage. Go do it naked. That's what they yeah. tell you to do anyway. Pitch them up as naked. Now everyone's naked. Now it's the material. You have mm-hmm. to make the material work. No, you mm-hmm. said that's exactly how I started when you yeah. mentioned that. I was like, hold on, let's roll this back because that's what they say is like picture yourself and the audience naked to yeah. give yourself the comfort that we're all on the same fucking level. And it's like to do that is is fascinating to yeah. me because it just takes all of that. 
like you don't even have to play that mind game with yourself. It's like <laughs> now, you, right. now you know one. The, the the crazy thing is, uh, the the first time I actually went there because I went there before the show because they had just invited me up. They wanted me to see where the, where the show could possibly be and all that. So I had to go there before the show, and uh, uh, that night was karaoke night. And bruh, singing karaoke naked, way harder, way harder than telling jokes, bruh. I forgot how often I put my hands in my pocket. Ha! My, <laughs> my pockets weren't there, bruh. <laughs> you know Did you mean? dial back the high I'm, kicks? Yeah, I'm standing. Yeah, I'm standing there like a superhero and shit. And I just, I just did. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know what to do with my hands, dude. Because normally karaoke is, you know. I'd, Chilling. You ain't I got, gra- you ain't I grab got your a balls? hand in I got a hand in my pocket. You shit. ain't grab your balls. You know what? Uh, by accident, <laughs> a couple <laughs> times. By accident, that would be the times. easiest thing to do with your hands. Is put them on your balls. Fuck it. I'm gonna go home with dick. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, man. It was. It was weird. It was weird. It was cold that day too. That was the worst part too. Because I could totally see myself throw my a hand pocket. It's just like okay, you know, the balls are sticking to my thigh. <laughs> but now it's like no, I can just do that. Oh, how does like that? I read? kept rubbing. I, I, I remember I kept rubbing my thigh because I didn't know what to do with my hand. I just started rubbing my thigh while I was singing, fucking uh, George Michael. Fucking careless. Take sure like eventually pulling that tambourine move like that DMX. Yeah. <laughs> I tell I did tell that bit. I did fucking tell that bit during the show. Nigga, you t- you talk about it was cold. Like weather like <laughs> temperature didn't start affecting my dick until like after thirty five. <laughs> like my dick was never completely soft until like thirty five. Now I can't believe how soft that motherfucker getting now, man. <laughs> that bitch go up in me now. I'm like, nigga, I used to have at least four inches of just free falling soft dick hanging. Now this motherfucker be so soft. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm trying to- <laughs> Everybody thought you were a meat dick. <laughs> you were just like a blood dick. It just had a loose valve. <laughs> it was always kind of, I always had like a 3% chub. And now this motherfucker just be fucking flimsy. Like a, t- <laughs> like a tire that ain't flat all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got like 15 pounds yeah. in it. Like the rim ain't on the ground. Yeah. Like, like the, the inner tube. Right. You know, the inner tube and shit. You yeah. get it, you take off the tire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's like when you break your first pair of Reebok pumps and they're never the same. Just <laughs> 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 I fucking remember doing that oh, shit. Everyone oh, remembers doing that shit. How many shit. pumps can I get until that fucking For real, shit? Real, man. Oh, uh, legit, though, mine lasted six months before I overinflated them. Oh, really? Oh no! I, I only warm to school. Like if I was on my bike or my skateboard or something, I had Vans on. I remember I did that shit. Uh, I was in the game. I was in the game when my shit popped, and I walked out thinking I was the f- fucking man, and I'm gonna pump them a couple more times before we get started. And <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> did did any pro players ever use the pump like in oh, game, yeah, in they, game, not yeah. just sponsorship um, in game? Who who's the dude doing the uh, dunk contest? Was it uh? Oh, uh, I, mean, I remember. Uh, uh, Nate, not Nate. Uh, uh, D Brown. D Brown. Yeah. D Brown. Yeah. He pumped. He pumped his up. Yeah. That that shit sold. Thirty million of those fucking shoes when he did that in uh, yeah, yeah. at the uh, goddamn dunk contest. They were everywhere in my hood. My like, pumps were 
everywhere. Yeah, I had pumps because it was like because it was it was British Knights before they were Reeboks. Yeah, yeah, the BKs. Yeah, British Knights. Yep. And theirs were Ooh, better. In my Their neighborhood, it was, was Cortez's. Better. But, I mean, did he only wear them? Like, I don't think I can recall video of anybody fucking wearing them in a game. So fucking Google it. We live in that world, James. Back then, shoes weren't really that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, back in the fucking, was this, 91? I mean, they were, but they weren't. Now it's a big contract thing. It wasn't until Jordan started becoming Jordan. Yeah. And then shoes started going, getting stupid. I mean, he's still stupid. uh, That's when they, that's when, uh. You know anybody with, with them Lonzo balls with the, that six hundred something dollar shoe or four hundred? No. I can't remember how much that shit what, is. Like the, the Jordans? No. Nah, Lonzo ball, ball shoes. The oh yeah, Lonzo ball. He's like, I'll forget you, not sports dude. This uh, I can't even explain. <laughs> yeah, is, is he a basketball player? Yeah, no, he he's is, well. He yeah. Kinda. So he's famous because his father. His father is a Lonzo ball, right? Yeah. Father is Lonzo ball. He's just a crazy dude that. Talks about how his, how good his sons are. He got three sons. Oh, and Alonzo Ball played basketball back in the day, though. He played, right? yeah, back, he in played the day. back in the day. Yeah, and now he's trying to like get his three sons like what's these crazy the, billion the dollar son? contracts or some uh, stupid shit like that. Uh, who? What ball is that? Yeah, that's what I was, I was I saying. Alonzo. It's Lamelo. Uh, they all got some. They fuck all got man. stupid yeah, names. Yeah. They all. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, I can't remember what the fuck his name is. But yeah, yeah. That one son is saying that they're gonna be the only son is saying that the mother motherfuckers they ain't they ain't gonna make it. Nah, they fucked up. Yeah, they just they ain't got the skill. Motherfuckers don't understand how good NBA players are because they're playing with people on their same level. I actually just watched some shit on YouTube where they had uh who the fuck they had two NBA all stars yeah. playing against some regular motherfuckers. Oh, getting school. It looked like dude, you these motherfuckers didn't miss a shot. <laughs> it was just it was ridiculous. Like, like motherfuckers don't understand just how good these motherfuckers are, I man. I remember I played Gross. with a dude that was in the uh, the CBA. He was getting ready to trial for uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. He was at the wide just shooting around. This motherfucker shoot from half court <laughs> with ease, right? So we needed an extra one. We like, hey, dude, come play with us, right? He's like, no, nah, man, I'm trying to work out. I'm like, no, nah, just come on. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, okay, fine. So this motherfucker's still pulling up from half court and hitting like 60% of that shit, right? <laughs> so we talking shit to him. We're like, dude, nigga, stop pulling up. He's like, dude, I can take y'all anytime I want to. He's like, I'm working on my jumper. We're like, get the fuck out of here. Next time down the court, this motherfucker hit, this, hit my buddy that was sticking him with a goddamn uh, Anthony Hardaway crossover. <laughs> Came to the whole windmill, that bitch. Boom. He's like, I told you, motherfuckers. And went back to shoot from half court. I'm like, all right, you got it. <laughs> For real. I'm like, motherfuckers don't understand just how fast, man, how strong these motherfuckers are, how big they really be. I'm like, yeah. dude, you can't you can't do shit. You talking Ooh, shit to them. I, feel, I feel like that's the difference in comedy between, like, when you see, if you only see a comic at an open mic, you have no clue how good that comic is in a real room. Oh, dude. Yeah. Does that make sense? Hell yeah. Because, yeah. like, I did a show Saturday, uh, Die Bolt Brewery or something like that. Yeah. Die Bolt. Die Bolt. Highland. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And fucking, uh, I featured for some chick named Carmen. I guess she's in from L.A. Oh, Carmen Morales. Morales. Yeah, yeah. She's been, I did two shows with her over the weekend. Uh, but I fucking laid waste to that motherfucker. And Robert Abbott's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you doing tomorrow night? I was like, I don't know what's going on. He goes, you want to do the agency show? I was like, yeah, man, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's what it is, though, man. You just gotta, you gotta crush in front of motherfuckers. They, they respect you. Once they respect you, they start booking you. Fuck yeah, dude. What was I finna say? Man, you know who? I've been watching, uh, listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and you know who is just like 
everybody just speaks so highly of that everybody hates Who? Dane Cook. Hmm. Like everybody, like motherfuckers you respect. Like Bill Burr said, this dude was unbombable. Like he said, <laughs> every he like he never even killed. Like he just destroyed rooms every time. Mm. Like he said, when he was 19 years old, he was headlining. Oh, well, no, when he was 19 years old, he was featuring for headlines that had been doing for 20 years, and they was going to the club like, hey, you need to turn that dude to turn it down. And then he would go to him like, you need to tell him to turn the fuck up. You the headliner. I'm only, you know what I'm saying? Well, ooh. Listen, <laughs> this dude was just a ridiculous. But you heard what, you know what happened to Dane. Like, well, this, this is what this is what they're saying. They, he got so famous. Yeah, he got too, too big, too it was, fast. It was nowhere to go but down. Like, he yeah. was, people don't understand how his CD his, is still his. the most sold uh cd that what was that um i can't even think of the name of it but uh, it was the, harmful of swallowed or whatever no the, the, the his live cd that was literally the college playlist when i was yeah, in college like when i was like 22 23 yeah. he kind of was like people don't he kind of got his fame like kevin hart because it was social media it was yeah. myspace with him with kevin hart it was instagram. instagram kevin hart got on instagram on the ground level and so when everybody was trying to find people to follow they follow him and that's how he built his audience up so big but that's all no i mean same with dan cook it's not why they're both famous they had well, no, a, it, it, a tribute to the rushing the, the level minutes. of their famous you they know what i'm saying crushing 90 minutes like dude, let me, let me that, tell like you something dude like, it's, dudes, it's a no fail you walk into a bar and run these 90 minutes but regardless gonna, there are dudes dragged dude, out by emt there are comics out here that are so fucking funny that you don't know who the fuck they are until you just happen to go see a show one day you're like i don't know who this is you're like this motherfucker is hilarious yeah, yeah. And so but you know so you you need that catalyst and with Dane Cook, it was MySpace. Like I'm not saying he was. Oh, that's and what then made he him famous. like college swept with street teams, man. Yeah, and then he he was the first one to start doing bar shows. They said too, like he was crushing bars where everybody else was trying to get into clubs and shit like that. He started doing like the Sunset Boulevard and, and bars and shit, and was crushing at bars, and nobody had even thought to crush at a bar. He didn't do anything new. He basically did like a mixture between um, uh, who's that super clean comic who's uh, I just I, not Brian Regan, but the other one. He did basically that a clean kind of set with a little flurry of like no, he's a dark, he's, like he has white was, nigger comedy, but it was that's what he got. But it was super. <laughs> there was never any negativity because white comedy, dude, and so like people are just like, oh, it's like high energy, and it's just well, exactly it's fun. white dudes aren't usually high en- high energy. That's usually a black thing. Reserve. We're moving around, acting out all our jokes, shit like that. That's what Dane Cook was. Mm-hmm. Dane Cook was that. He had the white material, the long, drawn-out stories, but they were funny with the high energy of a black dude. So that's why he had this hybrid comedy that motherfuckers weren't used to at that particular time. And he had the high energy without being negative. Like, he has the same energy like a Lewis Black has, mm-hmm. but Lewis Black is angry and, like, negative about you, yeah. which is also why he's funny, but... Dane Cook had that same but attitude. But Lewis Black is also political too, so that that's gonna turn fifty percent of yeah. motherfuckers off automatically. Yeah. Most of it is at least Lewis Black's early stuff was none of it was negative, it and was he wasn't all, funny then. It, Actually, I thought he was funnier he, then. No, he told me he said that he used he didn't know how to use like the angry. He was doing it too much or too little. He's like when he found the good balance of being calm and angry, that's when his career kind of shot up. But his first his first special has almost no political leanings in it he talks about fucking being in a place where he saw 
that snowstorm with lightning behind it drank a fucking carafe of coffee. Like it, none of it was like. But well, he kind of changed it. Hell, fucking Brian Regan got political in his life. Well, that's the thing, you because like, you have to because this is what it is. A lot of times, guys will do comedy that gets them in, and then they'll switch to what this is what I really want to do now. Because sometimes you just got to play that motherfucking game. You can't be that person. Either people won't take your side. But once you get to a certain level, then you can kind of do what the fuck you want to do. But you're already, you're already a made man. So now it's like they really can't knock you off that pedestal. I'm not going to argue that. But what killed Dane Cook to cycle back was his brother. Oh, When yeah. his brother stole all his shit. Oh, yeah. That made him all negative and he didn't know where to go. That's why I think Dane Cook kind of like left stand up for a long time because he couldn't be that non he's back now but he's just he's a shell of himself like i hate i seen him man oh he's back i haven't seen him since he was back. yeah he's touring i've seen him uh he's done a couple things i think he just released a cd matter of fact really i think he did i didn't itunes or something like that. yeah i think so but um like he's just you can't fly that close to the sun and then fall. You got to die out there. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's a hard fall back to the earth when you so fucking famous, Joe, and then you just have to be back to just earn it. And then he's 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 um he's bitter. I now. bet it was that Jessica Simpson movie that did him in. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The employee of the month. Yeah, where they were working at like a Costco or yeah. a Sam's or something. <laughs> yeah, employee of the month. Andy Dick was like a blind guy that worked in the uh, glasses department. Yeah. She was hilarious. Yeah. All right. Okay. We've getting off subject. My bad. No, no. I, I, I am going to bring it back because we can't just sit here and talk about comedy all night. As much fun as that might be. Um, <laughs> True. I have a couple that I, I can, feel I can tell I've, when... I've tried to figure out which one I want to go with first. I can tell when um, James White Rage is starting to bubble over. I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> All right, James. I got to take control of this yeah. again. Fuck, yeah. what is this happening, goddammit? I'm supposed to take control. We won. <laughs> hey, when, when we rehash the same point three times, it means it's time to fucking punch out. Um, a woman says flight crew made quote-unquote jokes after a man masturbated next to her. If you were a flight attendant, what would you do? I'd make jokes too, man. Uh, you know how many people probably jerk off on airplanes? Like at some point, you just gotta laugh at it. You're gonna kill yourself. Fuck these people, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what I bet really happened is uh, when <clears throat> the, the 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 flight attendant probably walked by, you know, caught the dude, or or she told on him, like, "Hey, man, can you?" Stop this! She she saw it and probably went, <laughs> "Come on, hey hey, we got one and blah and and uh, you got one. Hey man, he's jerking or whatever, making an example out of him. But that's probably really what happened. No, I, this is what happened. He got caught masturbating. They probably kicked him off, did everything they're supposed to do, and then the lady was still there, overheard them cracking jokes about what happened, and she's offended because she's a motherfucker because everybody has to have their offenses heard nowadays and shit like that that's what happened ain't it i have no idea but i absolutely believe that that's probably right where it's like if i'm sitting next to it and some dude's fucking let's say a guy is masturbating next to me Mm -hmm. because if it was a girl i'd just be like i'm not telling nobody this is a great show Mm -hmm. but if it's a guy masturbating next to me i'd probably be like um huh and then when the flight attendant came by i'd be like um so that and then I would fully expect that person to go back to the galley, be like, yo, this is dude clearly jacking off in fucking like 34D. It's fucking nuts. And they'd be like, 
and you'd see them laughing. I'd expect that. I wouldn't be happy about it, but that's what you do. That's yeah. what I would do. You gotta tell Yo, you somebody. You gotta see this. Yeah, I but got, what? Uh, I caught too many people jerking off in a movie theater. Like at some point, movie you just theater though to... is dark. You got your back turned to people. I can kind of get that. Airplane. What level of mental state are you on? Where you just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> pull out my dick on this plane. You can't have a gun on the plane. You about to jerk off on the motherfucking plane, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. You're jerking off on the plane because you can't have a gun on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's anxiety. It's and, and, was, and you know his he was crazy. recommended it for anxiety. <laughs> and now it's crazy. like, yeah. Because he was raw jerking it. Because he can't have no lotion. They took your lotion. You just raw, you raw jerking your shit on nah, the plane. Nah, he sounds nah. like a spitter. Yeah. Nigga, you know how fast spit clear up? <laughs> I've Just never tried to hold use on, spit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Spit is terrible. It, yeah, you get four strokes and then it just becomes <laughs> fucking you. sandpaper. But, uh, um, do you seriously would use a lube when masturbating yourself? Fuck no. Not unless it's going into the toilet. You do that shit I, fucking That's what raw. white dudes, that's a white thing that motherfuckers, niggas raw jerk it. <laughs> we just pull that bitch out, start, we don't need lotion shit. I don't use lotion. Fuck that. You got to build up calluses. Nigga, you also Coconut get oil. pegged, motherfucker. I don't take your <laughs> advice on sexual shit, goddammit. Coconut oil 99% of the time. And you know what? I use lube for that. So. Well, I hope you do, motherfucker. I hope your shit ain't that wide open so it just, just accepts the fucking peg. Do you also lubricate your <laughs> flashlight? Yes. As I said, with toys... You have to. Otherwise, that's a literally like slamming your dick in a car door. It's the worst. <laughs> I've never wanted one of those. I've just never it's wanted fucking one. fucking magical. Uh, flashlight. I've heard amazing things. Strong never... endorser of the Did you see that video I showed with the new ones that China made? No. Whoa. <laughs> like, it's like Fleshlight 5 million, Joe. It's re- like it has all of these things that grab it and, 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 and pulsate, and it even grabs the head and massages the head. Why? It's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How much is one of them bad boys? Who's making those? Probably. And it's, not, it's made out of Space Age, Tesla, Elon Musk type motherfucking material. I don't know what no, the fuck it's, it is. No, it's. I'm trying to pull it up. Uh. <laughs> you have to. Is it the Japanese? But... <laughs> 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 That's what I'm calling it from now on. The sperm, sperm extraction, extraction machine. Is that what you just call girls from now? Call... They just fucking swat. Had that swat pussy. So basically, it's like a kiosk that you can just walk up well, to and stick is... your dick in it. Yes, but it does all uh, the work. No, that's that's. Oh, uh, that's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> so you just stand there in public? No, you go to clinics as it stands now, but they have a handheld version. But no, don't now. they have some? Don't they have like masturbation booths, or they're trying to like propose that somewhere? So if you just need a quick nut, you can just step in the booth on off the street, get stroked off, and keep going. Which I think is a good motherfucking. Tr- you know how I mean. I mean, I think that's just as legitimate as that dude's proposal to ban or to make uh, hand jobs legal at the end of a massage. I, if you're not gonna let us make hand jobs, at the end, of, we're not gonna make happy endings legal. Let's at least have this. Here's, here's my booth. concern with a jack off booth: is who's fucking cleaning that shit? Same the people same that don't clean our TVs. No, no, because <laughs> you know what? I know. Us guys have a little higher tolerance, I assume, for like, you know, eh, wipe the seat off, fucking fucking crunch one out. 
girls when they get into like crunch a public one out. Did you <laughs> say crunch oh. one out? He did say crunch one out, and it yeah. sounds vulgar, right? It's yeah. like James is like, I'm gonna get in his masturbation booth. You didn't have a bad and I'm gonna fuck a you? box of broken glass. Yeah. Uh, crunch it out. No, no, no. Fuck explain this shit. What are you doing with your dick? <laughs> I'm talking about taking a shit. I'm just throwing, oh. I'm throwing, That still don't make Yeah, do you, yeah dude Why are your poops crunchy man Do you you've never have called a, it, You've have never heard it called Like then Don't take a crunch in there Any of that No No No, <laughs> no I never have Get the fuck out of here man What the fuck was that <laughs> No crunch zone Like when you Oh Jesus No man I can't think of No you, I've uh, never heard that Stop I'm, trying to legitimize That bullshit you just made up Yeah like where's no, that That nigga said No crunch zone Get no the fuck crunch. out of here <laughs> Crunch one. <laughs> All right, Google, come to my. I don't spend ears. enough time in the crunch zone. I bet that's even better than the danger zone. Yeah, like what did you? The way to the crunchy zone. Hey, <laughs> number. Eat two. lots of Doritos <laughs> in the crunchy zone. Captain Crunch <laughs> without <laughs> the milk. <laughs> Google, like, what the fuck is you talking about, man? That's <laughs> <laughs> like a, a different term. Yeah. So yeah, man. Pull up. Uh, you know what? You I'll just take that one some... on the chin, so to speak. Yeah, you're going to fuck around, pull up some two girls, one cup type shit. Oh, it's <laughs> happened before, man. Jeez. <laughs> the crunch. <laughs> I'm going to crunch this <laughs> out, girl. <laughs> Sounds like the most aggressive <laughs> hand job ever, right? Like, you grip the shaft, and then you <laughs> pop your knuckles or under, like... <laughs> oh, man, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, man, what are you doing? Come on, come on dude. Come on. Turn it off, motherfucker. We see it. What the fuck is wrong with you? That was enough. Don't be bad, motherfucker. Jesus, man. Crunch zone. Don't be bad at us because no. you fucked up. It sounds like... Got to discover a new awful website every week. That was this week's. That was Meat Spin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've shown us that before, yeah, though, yeah. so you lose points for originality. Not on this show. Yes, on this show, in no, this he, room. No, nope. he tried to look it up. He couldn't. Well, that's, I remember he was trying to, well, he was like, you don't know these websites? You try to go to Next it. week will be Goatsy. Oh, I, I don't know all that fucked up shit. They know all yeah, this fucked up man. shit they be watching, goddammit. Yeah, that's a, that, I worked in a porn store before, so that sounds, goat, you said goat, goat what? Goatsy. Goats. G O A T. Do you have anything to do with goats? No. Oh. Oh, that makes it worse. I <laughs> know, right? Now you don't know what the fuck you're going to get involved with. God. Big beards. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Goatees? Yeah. Um, Billy goats. <laughs> All right. I wanted to save this one till after the break, but fuck it. Let's roll with it. A sexpert explains ancient Greece's hottest sex move the lioness and the cheese grater. What the fuck do you think that is? Let's go. Ooh, so the Let's lioness and the cheese grater <laughs> yeah. is when the dude is... Have you seen all those memes where it shows the dude on his back with his legs up on his shoulders and then, like, the chick's riding him? They call it, like, the Amazon or something? Yeah. It's basically like that, but she's backwards, and she has a tin can shoved in her vag. And when he puts his dick in and he tries to pull out, the tin can just grabs it and holds it. It's uh. where they got the idea for the Vietnamese prostitutes during the Vietnam Vietnam War. That's one idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the lioness and the cheese grater is when uh, 
a girl pegs you on a gravel driveway <laughs> and whips you while while she's fucking you. Stellanus and cheese bread. Wait. Solid. Solid. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Pegs you on a fucking gravel driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Your knees already hurt, don't they? <laughs> I, I don't feel like I, I feel like I'd be on my back. For I that. think what this is is that um, you're laying the dude's laying flat. The girl is reverse cowgirl, and but she's in the position of a lion, and she's just like rocking back and forth on your dick. I'll go with the more. So where does Realistic the cheese time? grater come? I think it's just going to the rubbing back and forth and the hair and the ass. Your ass <laughs> is the cheese and your hair is kind of like grating the ass while you fucking them. How hairy asses do you be getting into, buddy? I said the, the ass on the the person. The ass is <laughs> the ass is fine. I do like a little hair on my ass in the crack, like a, like fine hair, not coarse hair. On like yours or on theirs? On, on girls' butts. It feels natural, right? I don't know. I just like it. It's just cute, right? I like pubic hair. <laughs> like I like I like. Comple- I used to date this girl that used to um, laser her ass. Oh, that was the smoothest shit I ever. <laughs> it was just so smooth, man. I used to make it. I like. I eat ass, goddamn. So it was just it. My tongue went across it so smoothly. It was just. It was amazing. But I like a little, like a little hair. Where? I I appreciate that. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, have you ever shaved your own ass? I was in the military and I was deployed, so you could get. I don't fucking... see how that. No, I've been, I've been explaining <laughs> yeah. shit to you, motherfucker. Like we was out, yeah. like I was in the field, motherfucker, and you could get licensed shit. So they recommended you didn't have to do it that you you, shut, you shave your hair off. You don't have to deal with this off. shit. Yeah. Just... So I started doing it then. I just I like the field, nigga. I got satin sheets, motherfucker. <laughs> I like to get butt naked and a freshly shaved body and slide across my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it humbling the first time where you're just like, yep, this is the uh, day that I'm putting things around my asshole and shaving shit. I didn't. I don't shave shit. I had like a specialized. Razor that did it. Nair for men. No, nah, nigga, I ain't putting no motherfucking chemicals. It's just a little razor. I can't. I can't shave shit, man. I'm a black dude. I get razor bumps, so I ain't shaving nothing in that area. I don't want no razor bumps in that area, motherfucker. Because you can't uh, explain them. The, uh, explain <laughs> that's that a shit. razor bump, nigga. That's herpes. No, it's yeah. a razor bump. I shouldn't. I'm in black. I can't shave <laughs> my ass. I, that is one Bear. thing I hate. Bear. I cannot stand a girl to have a bump on her booty or anywhere else around her asshole. That will shut me right down. I can't stand it. That, I have been with a girl. She had a pimple on the booty. I cannot. It fucked. It fucked me up a little bit. But I let, let me mind. say this: if I this, was more afraid, I was gonna slap her ass and catch that motherfucker. You know what I mean? If it's discolored, that's what really bothers me. Like if it's the same color as the ass, I can deal with that. But if it's discolored, like if it, her ass is like caramel and, the, <laughs> and whatever it is is black or any other color than what the fuck her ass is, then I'm like, nah, bitch. This is this is this needs to be looked at. On the microscope. <laughs> I suggest a professional. Here's the medical complex I work in. <laughs> you go biopsy your booty, bitch, because this ain't like, right. Like, and if you if you do anything to it, you're gonna need a band-aid. You're gonna have mm-hmm. a band-aid on your booty. And it's I'm definitely booty. gonna slap it if you, <laughs> you just go ahead and on. put two band-aids on tough. it now before we even start. Yeah. Just just nah, in case. You can't have no band-aid on your booty either. That ain't happening either. I don't know. <laughs> fuck is under that goddamn. What you trying to hide on your ass? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm real particular about my butts, man. Fair, fair. <laughs> I respect a man that likes a quality so anus. You literally want a porcelain I would, the waist between the knees and the fucking waist. If I can have that, yes. Ooh, if the skin does not have pimples or anything, but it is a little cottage cheesy. 
I'm not into the cottage cheese. I'm I'm more into fit chicks. I like uh like I like track girls. I like girls with track bills. No titties, slim up top, but hips and ass and big thighs. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I, I but I'll say this: the big, the best pussy I ever had came from a, a, a medium sized bitch. I ain't gonna say she was fat; she was like in the between. But she has a little cottage cheese. But the best pussy I ever had in my life, though. But it didn't make me jump the no. no. <laughs> like I'm a dude, I like women, so I'm not gonna sit up and say I won't fuck a fat Ooh. girl or some shit like that. Ooh. I'll fuck anybody under the right circumstances. Here's a question: Would you uh, date a girl if uh, when you first met her, she had a black eye? <laughs> Wait, it depends on how she got the black eye. How how we explain the black no, eye? You take you take it out at service at face value. So at face value, you meet a girl like a Tinder date. She rolls in with a black eye. You you hang or you blow? <laughs> how much time are you giving her? I at least gotta see what's up with the black eye. Yeah. So you are you just asking me off top? I just gotta make a decision. Yeah. First thing, do you sit you, down? You, I would ask. stick around for the curiosity. Yeah, I'd at least ride that first date out just to see if she I, I wouldn't mind having a chick that let me go upside her head. <laughs> Sometimes you want to. <laughs> if she okay My with guess it. is someone went upside her head, and now she's looking onto someone else. That's why you're on that Tinder date. Oh, well, you, black well, you eye. get to a black eye, that, that escalated to a black eye. That, that was a couple of slaps. Couple of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what's, what's your opening line there? So you, you meet her outside the restaurant on your Tinder date. she got a black eye. And you're like, mm, I'm going to explore this. You All sit right, down. Well, what's, will, a, what's the the first lob you, you throw? The first see, thing like, I what? say, to, I'm like, what's going on, Rocky Raccoon? What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, damn, you're going to show up with this black right eye? You didn't think we were going to talk about it first thing? No, we need to un- we need figure out what this black eye is going on. What she, what she got it in the bar fight? She got it in the bar fight. Oh, much respect then. Shit, we can hang. No, are you? All right. Yeah. What if she's like dinner was cold? <laughs> we probably still can hang then because <laughs> she understands. I ain't got to hit her no more. She learned her lesson. <laughs> dinner going to be warm in the motherfucker. Okay, Jeez. so what's the excuse that gets you to walk away when she tells you this is what I got in your life? If, no. she, if she walks up with a black eye and she's like, I got a pimple on my booty that ain't the same color as my booty, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, all asses are equal until there's a pimple. Exactly, <laughs> and and they round. They can't have a flat. Not black don't. eye or not, I'm down with the brown eye as long as there's. <laughs> hey, you know, shit happens. You know, as long so, as there's no red eye on that brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit happens. Sometimes you gotta get punched in the motherfucking eye. I get it. <laughs> When's the last time you got punched in the eye? Yo, I ain't had a fight. I used to be the fight dude, man. I, I ain't fought. What, what do you think your record on the streets are? I took one ass whooping. And this dude was like, this is when I was like 18, 19 years old. It was this dude. I remember her name. I, I was fucking with this dude's uh, sister, his younger sister. Which was the same age as me, but this dude was older. Yeah. And I just, I, the nigga just, I don't know. Just didn't want me fucking with his sister and shit. Called me at the park. He didn't even he didn't whoop my ass, man. He just popped me a couple times, and I'm like, all right, nigga, I get it, <laughs> and that's it. But then uh, my buddies moved on the one day, and I, I hit him in the head with a fence, so I got retaliation. <laughs> but that, that's the only one. I hit but, him in the head with a fence. With a fence. <laughs> it was a little garden fence. I was so mad. I seen him beat this nigga ass. I'm, I grabbed that shot ground, pulled it out, and whacked that nigga, <laughs> and went about my business. I like nah, motherfucker. That's what you get. But <laughs> fair, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't think that's a level of resentment right there. I'm gonna get that motherfucker while he's down. 
probably since like shit, like legitimate fight. Probably not since like I was twenty years old. But I mean, when I was in the military, you know, we used to, I used to do um, grappling and shit. So I mean, we used yeah. to fight competitively, but like. No but that's more fighting. sparring than like yeah fighting. shit like that. Well, I mean, yeah. I, we we did like competitions and shit. So, but sure, but no, like, no real like animosity type. You know shit, that your night life is never actually in that kind of danger. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Unless it's some freak shit that happens. Yeah, but, but mostly it's a super competitive sport. Dude, what, what I learned and what I had to learn, you know, what I'm saying the hard way is that as a man, your job is not to be physical. Your job is to be logical. So you need to be able to talk motherfuckers out of shit. Yeah. Then engage. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when motherfuckers lead with physicality, that's because they're insecure or they're trying to prove their manhood. But I mean, you a lot of times motherfuckers all about respect. So if I get into with a motherfucker and I disrespect him inadvertently, I'll just, hey man, my bad. I ain't trying to disrespect you. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a mistake. You know what I'm saying? We could be gentlemen. I could buy you a drink. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no bitch ass shit. Where in the hood, it's just that's just the way it is. It's all about who's tough. So a lot of shit escalates when it doesn't need to escalate and it's all about proving who's the tougher guy but that and that's exactly it because that's a de-escalation and it requires that you be humble and that is not a thing that people are accustomed to doing yeah. anymore where it's just like you know what it doesn't saying to yourself what do i get out of proving to this motherfucker that i'm better than him nothing i get more to be like you know what he walked away and nothing happened because I was just like, you're absolutely right. What can I do to yeah, make this bad. right for you? Yeah. It's but, better than getting a fucking kick in the nuts. But you also got to be willing to take ass with and whoop some ass too, man, because there's some motherfuckers yeah. that just don't work with, Correct. you know, and you can't let them up. Once you make that case to kind of, you know, say, hey, let's talk this out and they don't take it, you got to go to the next level because then it's a respect thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, I work with at some of the shows that I do, I work with. I would call it a very elite private security firm. Mm -hmm. They do the Who shows. Blackwater, motherfucker. Who are you working with? I do the shows that I do, but this security team does the final four. They does oh, do okay. the so Super Bowl. Okay, they right. do, and it's as it can be three guys, it can be twenty-five people. Mm -hmm. Our biggest show is probably like ten of their guys. To put that into perspective, but I have watched guys, and I these guys will. Fucking end your life in a half a second. Yep. Every one of them. But they'll sit there while some guy fucking puffs his chest out and comes at it with super aggression. And they just stand there like, you're absolutely right. I made a mistake. Let me let me make this right for you. All the time, basically telling these guys, like, you're kicked out of this event. <laughs> but they leave and they're like, thank you, man. They're like, shake the guy's hand. Like... And I know for it's like all you had to do is like grab his thumb and he would die, and it would have been. He's like, yeah, That's but not if you can get here. that guy to leave and shake your hand at the end, he's not instantly going to go on the internet and be like, "Fucked up, Great American Beer Festival," you know or I mean? anything else. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But no, and man. that's a fucking amazing like control of yourself yeah. of your anger as mm -hmm. well as like okay yeah that's the right thing to do but to actually do that as a and, man and, to like and that's actually a much more masculine thing to do because at that point it doesn't matter what size you are you know what I'm saying like if i can uh de-escalate with my with my mental ability i can yeah. take on anybody you know what I'm saying you could be seven foot five i don't have to be afraid of you because i know i can talk you out of what the fuck you think you're gonna do you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, like I say, it's, it's just like you said, you have to be humble. You have to know yourself. You have to be okay with yourself because a lot of times, like I say, it's the physical is just to prove to yourself that you're tough. It, it really doesn't need to happen, you know.
I think every person on the planet should get their ass whooped at least twice. Yeah. Like yeah. once as a young teenager and once as in like a 20-something. No, once as a, as a teenager is good enough because it yeah. shows you it's not going to kill you. Yeah. And it, it's it's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? You can live on from that shit. And it's either going to do – it's like everything else in the world, man. Pressure bust pipes. It's either going to make you better or it's going to make you worse. That's just the way things go, man. Like some motherfuckers got bullied. Now they're fucking millionaires because they got bullied. Some motherfuckers got bullied. Now they shooting up schools. It is what it is. It's either gonna make you or you're gonna break you. I've almost. Uh, I'm. I'm actually surprised at how many white women I know that's never been in a fight. Oh yeah. I'm surprised. I'm, it shocks me. I, I mean, no. it's a very, very, very high number. Because black white people are passive aggressive. You go to to the hood. You surprise a black bitch ain't had a fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's just white people that are passive aggressive. They'd rather not deal with the shit. Mm. White people are generally more passive aggressive to black people. Like that's like a, that. That's a a fear level. If I come at it with aggression, I'm gonna be met with aggression. Mm. So I'm gonna have this. Guys, yeah. I saw what <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna get that, and that's fear. Fear breeds. I, you know what? I, I, can, I can go with that because I think what it is is because they think that it's, it's a fear. Like this motherfucker is stronger than me; he can beat me up. Whereas I feel like if it's a white dude and a white dude, they feel like they're on the same level, so they're more inclined to uh, aggressively attack that person than they would with a black. I get it. I can see that. Yeah. Like I'm just be. I, I absolutely have seen that because I see the way, having worked retail as long as I have, you see the way that the same person interacts with a multitude of others, and it's like. Okay, the personalities, but you can catch trends, mm-hmm. yeah. and it and, and fear literally dictates how they, if they feel like I'm better than you because you look like me and I'm better than you, as opposed to you don't look like me, so I don't feel confident in feeling better than you. I need to do something for me, which is being passive aggressive. So, so that, that a- I walk away and be like, I told this fucker off, even though all you did was like were a cunt like you didn't actually say anything <laughs> I, I i'll go with that because i've seen white people go up on white people in in crazy manners you're right yeah. I, I can go with that i can see I, that. And look i i absolutely guilty of that <laughs> like i 100 percent. like i will fucking run my mouth at least the last time i did and this isn't like 15 years ago i was in a best buy and fucking came unglued and i just happened to know the security guard from the other job I was working, he was security guard here. He was the only black guy on staff there. And I, I'll never forget it because he used to call me Dirk for Dirk uh, yeah, Nowitzki. Yeah, you look like Dirk Nowitzki. And so I had lost my shit on this white manager, white lady manager. I think the last thing I said is, I hope your womb is barren. And That's, like That is the most damn. white dude shit you could ever say to a woman. That, <laughs> right. <laughs> I <right>. wish... <laughs> And then, and then they were like, I wish you infertility. Yeah, yeah that's Jesus the type of shit. They want, see, white people want your whole bloodline to die with you, goddammit. That's the type of rage they get into when they get mad at you. <laughs> I, I just remember, like, walking out, like, fucking hot as a motherfucker. Like, I'm ready to punch anybody that comes up to me. And that one security guard from my other judge is like, what you doing, Dirk? Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. But that, man, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm still trying to find out what uh, what y'all need to start like letting that shit out, man. Stop being so passive aggressive, man. That should be. Ooh, I'm gonna start a resort for white dudes, so they I'm, it's gonna be a mountain resort because you know ain't gonna be no niggas up there, and the ones that is up there, you ain't gotta be worried about them. Go up there and you just 
express your frustrations to the moon about black people. You say nigga as much as you want. Ain't gonna be nobody around. I'm orchestrated. I'll make sure ain't no other niggas around, so you ain't gotta be scared. So y'all get that shit out so y'all can stop doing crazy shit to motherfuckers, man. Y'all let all that white guilt build up and it just fucking bubble over. And then you do some crazy motherfucking shit like jerk off on a fucking airplane. <laughs> That's what happens. That's white guilt just make you like, fuck it, I'm going to jerk off, god damn it, I want to. And that's what happens. I'm gonna make a resort. I'm gonna make so much motherfucking money. <laughs> no, hold on. You make a resort. You make it like Club Med. Yeah. But all the the uh like people that work there are all like Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I get it a, won't I, offend me. I get a whole bunch of dudes that look like the bars to serve y'all. I know y'all really like that shit. They get cool, goddammit, and just you go up there and express all your fr- you know y'all don't know what barge is. No. no, they have no clue. And <laughs> no I see, look at it like what? Yeah. It's a real light skinned motherfucker. Wait, the barge is, is the barge the black? Bar- or see, like D- Dominican or Puerto Rican. Or- Google the barge, James. I say, I, I'm not even sure. I can't remember. Can, can you can you spell Who's a, that? We get a bunch about, of motherfuckers like Blake Griffin. You talking about <laughs> just the barge? I mean, just L the barge? I just I call them all the barge. Either oh, one, they yeah. all look the same. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They, yeah, they like did. that nigga. Look like <laughs> that nigga right there. He, yeah, he was the most famous one. Who is the L or Chico? That's L. Is it, yeah, well, L the I don't know. Chico probably did There's get bigger. There's two than of them. It's it's There's a bunch like of, five of them. Yeah, dude. it's I'm L fascinated. Chico. It's uh, it's a couple of the barges. We got no audio, James. Oh, it's yeah, the rhythm yeah, of the night, right. nigga. This is a shit. Yeah, yeah. Look at that, thirty million views, bitch, and that's from like when did this come out in the eighty five? Eighty five. Yeah, Damn, I think I was four only years uploaded old. Uploaded in two thousand something though. Nine. This shit came. I remember. Like, Look at that nigga, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think didn't he end up dating Janet? Wasn't Janet the one he dated? He dated one of the finals. I don't know. He might have. Who knows? He dated one of them. Finals. That nigga didn't want no pussy. Look at him, man. So oh, this nah, is. That's that it little in, Richard bro. mustache, man. They used to get it in, bro. <laughs> I know they did because the way they look, but these, I think they gay now. Nah. It's like Prince Syndrome. One of them is gay. All of them is gay, but one of them came out. <laughs> That's, that was another one. because Did they like yeah. this off for a Nas song? Did that Nas track have this hook? Probably did. I mean, everybody. Dude, uh, everybody used this. this Dude, you know what's blowing my mind? Like, I'm starting to hear, like, like old R&B songs that they were taken from old rock songs. Yeah. 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 Dude, you ever uh you had this scene the last dragon. Bruce Leroy show enough. Yeah, dude, I remember that. This was one of the music videos yeah. they watched in it. Yeah. Y'all seen Last Dragon before, right? Uh-uh. That's a classic, oh, dude. God you got to get you got to get What black dragon. movies haven't you seen? Have you seen Coming to America? Yes. Of course. Have you seen uh uh what's uh uh Harlem Nights? Own it. Yes. Okay, yeah. Right, Twice. Cool. Actually, once recently. Minister Society. Own oh it. fucking like Boys a, in the Hood. Own it. Only once on Boys in the Hood. That one struck me. South Central. Own it. What? Don't be a menace. Own no, it. no, 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 no. Uh, no, I have not seen South Central. No. I'll tell you it's that. It's all one. about that douche click. Yeah. You see, Ju- be- you see, Belly. I've seen Deuce what? Up. Belly. I've not seen Belly. It looks terrible. Belly is every awesome. Dolomite. Yeah, New Jersey it. Drive. I love, uh, love New Jersey Action Drive. Action Jackson. What about both uh, the original Shaft and the Sam L. Jackson Shaft? Fair. Superfly. Never okay. saw Superfly. Uh, Black Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they gonna make a Black Dynamite too bad. 
So um, I, I want to bring this back full circle to a conversation we had like two episodes ago. This actually qualifies as yacht rock. This really? Yes, a hundred percent. Okay. You know about how simple videos used to be? I can film yeah. this on my phone right now yeah. with higher quality. It was it was playing off of the uh, uh, Gloria Estefan. Yeah. I remember this being number one on so many fucking video top, you know, oh, yeah. MTV shit. I was sick of this motherfucker. My sister, <laughs> my sister was in love with this motherfucker. Oh yeah, that was my this sister. Nigga. Everybody oh, loved these niggas back God. then. Man, that mustache just screams "Put balls here." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And that little motherfucking swoop down here. Swoop. <laughs> he just lost control of that Jerry curl. Was all he did. He lost control of that mullet ass looking Jerry curl. Hell, yo, he was he was that dude. Is that a Gillette? I believe, is that a I, Jerry Curl mullet? Yeah. I didn't even know that was like a What term. was the term you used? I, I, mean, I just made it up. A Gillette. A Jerry Curl And a lot mullet. of motherfuckers was like that, though. Yeah. I remember when Hell, that was early, like that. That early yeah. Eazy-E. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Ooh, Chris Rock in CB4. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat on my balls. Hell, yeah. You know what's Love funny? That movie. Somebody explained. Was it? I don't, uh, maybe it wasn't you. Somebody explained to me that uh, Chris Rock in CB4 is exactly what... um. Rick Ross is doing in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you. Except fucking Rick right. Ross was a yeah. prison guard first. Like yeah. I'm like you, motherfucking right. This nigga. <laughs> and I like the way he's like stepped into the persona of like drugs and gangs and shit. Like he was really that. Like you wouldn't be able to tell. Like if you didn't know the story, you wouldn't even know this nigga was taking somebody else's persona and acting that way. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's Have you ever heard interviews with the real Freeway Rick Ross? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Oh, uh, it's a wild story, man. He couldn't read until he went to prison. Yep, he owned like over fifty properties in South Central Los Angeles, and he just had his homeboy be like, "Yeah, it looks legit," and he would just sign it. (laughs) This is what's funny about white people. Y'all hear these stories, you're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" I'm like, "Nigga, I hear these stories every day." (laughs) Like this, this is is normal shit out there. You know what I'm saying? I know motherfuckers that. Now, I know motherfuckers that hustled and 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 create their own companies behind it. You know what I'm saying? That actually got in the game to get out the game and successful. And it's amazing how easily, like, the drug game translates over into the corporate world because it's really the same shit. So a lot of motherfuckers are successful in the drug game, successful in the corporate world. All right, James, what's up? About to hit our, our break point. Any plugs we need to put out there in the next mm, 90 seconds? But. But plugs. Send me I'm news. going once. Send, send, send me news. news to Armstrong, Armstrong Comedy. At, uh, Gmail, send me news. Your news are safe with me. I'll never disclose them. Except we might show them in here because I'm asking. I won't let them show them. If I you want to send to the rest of us nudes, commercial. If you want to send the rest of us nudes as well, you can send them to you people at gmail.com, right? Hell yes, you can. Send us anything at you people. Whatever the fuck you want to send. Send us pictures <laughs> of whatever or messages yeah. or whatever you want to see it's on the you people show. show at gmail.com. You people show. I didn't even know we had an email. We really got an email? Yeah. Yeah, I, man. Oh, shit. We got to put it out there then. We just put it out there for the first time. <laughs> Crawford. <laughs> Oh shit! At Crawford Comedy, come see me. Uh, if you in, if you in Denver, August 11th, man, I'm throwing a birthday show at the Oriental Theater. Yeah, nigga, ain't asking to be on that motherfucker either. Oh, oh snap! Uh-huh. Ooh, uh, Did you hear him get butt hurt? Yeah, I heard it, man. This I like not, how all the shows you asked me to be on, I'm never one of the names advertised. Oh, I haven't advertised a lot of people's <laughs> names yet, just because I'm still waiting on the poster for it. I'm Fair. Still, yeah, Fair. I'm, 
I just, and then I'm throwing that. With that. But, dude, there's like 13 of you so far. You know what I mean? That's How many of them black? Do we have some affirmative action on this show? I ain't seen black. Oh, uh, dude, it's a bunch. Because the, the, really pur- the whole purpose of the show is uh, uh, everybody I have on the show are the ones that, like, when I first moved here, they made they like they made made it feel like home in this motherfucker. Okay. You know what I mean? So a lot of them like 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 Lewis Johnson, uh Bear, uh we can never come back into like some atmosphere instrumentals. Because you didn't ask? Well, did, I'm did making we, did a we, formal submission. I would like to come into an atmosphere intermission. Come back into our intro. Did we start with the intro? No, when because I left my intro. goddamn tablet at home because it was charging. Come this on, This is Jen, the least professional to. podcast I'm a part of. I'm just kidding. It's the only to, uh, podcast I'm a part of. You're not supposed to forget shit, James. You're the, uh, you the man. you the glue that keeps everything together. And we still <laughs> started with a song, like a, a beat, but not that particular piece of production. Basically, (laughs) (laughs) all right, James. I know you hate us. Spain to introduce quote yes means yes sexual consent law. Ah shit! See, this is what happens. Uh, You get motherfuckers do ridiculous shit to fire back at the ridiculousness that you putting out there. Wait, explain this. Under, this might yeah, be some I don't bullshit. understand this. Is this, this, is this some dumb. shit like if you say yes, then that means yes. There's no yes and then no and halfway through, halfway in the middle. I'm in you and then you like, no, is that what this is? I, yeah, I, best of my knowledge, I'll pull it up. But, it, I mean, to me it sounds like no, mean, no means no, Yeah, from my perspective, is a very good rule to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, just because you said no two days later... <laughs> It's kind of my problem, and that's what this law is about. Well, well, no, no, that's that's ridiculous because I mean, once you once you say no, that's no. I ain't yeah. fucking with you no more. Yeah. But this, I get because man, I'm telling you, there's situations to where my little brother, matter of fact, prime example, got accused of rape because this girl met this girl that he was in college, met this girl at um at this party, went back <laughs> up to his room, started fucking. In the middle, she was like, "I got a boyfriend, I can't be doing this." She felt bad, so he let her up. Walked to the car. Now, apparently her boyfriend was whooping her ass. She didn't want him to find out that she had halfway fucked my brother, so she said that he <laughs> raped her. But it was so ridiculous because it was tons of people at this party that seen her go upstairs with my little brother, then see my little brother walk up to her car when she didn't want to fuck no more and wanted to go home. So it was a ridiculous story, and the only thing that saved him was there was so many witnesses to corroborate his story because her story was so – her story was like he took me upstairs to show his computers. He, he got on me, raped me for two hours, and I escaped. This bitch was like <laughs> five two. My little brother is six three, three hundred pounds. You ain't fucking get fucked for two hours and then escape. You know what I'm saying? So it was just ridiculous. So I agree with this shit one hundred percent. Look, if you you better you better say no if you unsure, motherfucker. All right, so I'll I'll read the article unless anybody else wants to put in commentary ahead of that. Uh, no, I'm intrigued to see where this is going. Spain's yeah. socialist government is to introduce a law on consent aimed at removing ambiguity in rape cases. Under the law, consent would have to be explicit. It states that, quote, yes means yes, unquote, and anything else, including silence, 
means no. Sex without explicit consent would therefore be considered rape. The move follows outrage over the verdict in the La Manada Wolfpack case. The five men involved were accused of gang raping, raping an 18-year-old woman in Pamplona during the bull running festival. Two of the men filmed the assault, during which the woman is silent and passive. The judge interpreted this as consent. One judge even commented that she appeared to be enjoying herself, and the charge was dropped from rape to the lesser crime of sexual assault. Jeez. Well, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. You know so, but d- are you more comfortable with the idea of yes means yes versus no means no? Because no can happen at any time. But once you give yes, it's like game on. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, but is it? I, this is my thing. You you say yes, and you get a man riled up to fuck you, and you fucking him. Then you say no in the middle. That's kind of not fair. On that plane Now I got to fucking get out I got to get out the move Get out you This and the other Like I'll do it But that's not fair And then if you don't stop It's rape That That's too Those lines cross too much So you have to make That definitive thing To where it's like No means no Silence I can get it No Silence is no too But yes means yes Once you've bought into it There's no I'm pulling back now Like a, a, a real a, a regular dude When you say no I ain't no fucking rapist I don't want to fucking do shit Against your motherfucking wheel So I'm gonna let you fuck up But I'm saying like You have these women that do this And in the middle They may feel bad Or something like that And I get it I understand that's your body Whatever But you put me in this mode To be like this You didn't have to even Put me in this situation You could have said no In the beginning and I understand motherfuckers be like, well, I ain't never that. but you still have to. We always look at it from the woman's perspective. I get it. You a woman, you you can change your mind any time. But at what point is the fault on you that we're in this situation? Well, and I because how you can give me consent and then in the middle of your consent while we doing the act, you say no. But I mean, that's the that is wild to think about. Like I haven't run into that yet, but that's crazy to think about. I, it's the same shit with my little brother. I'm like the fuck, but it it, it wasn't even that. But that's what she did in the middle. And my little brother, regular dude, okay, bitch, guy, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like you raped me because she didn't want the boyfriend to find out. And that's why she got up in the middle because she's thinking, like, I don't want this nigga to find out with my ass. So now she leaves and cover her tracks. She said my little brother raped her. And like I say, the only thing and the, the, the just the allegation of rape against a man is devastating. Mm-hmm. Just the allegation. And that's what happened. Like, everybody, you know what I'm saying? But it was good for him because it showed him who his real friends was. Because he's like, I didn't do no shit like this. Y'all seen the motherfucking girl. Just the allegation, even though they seen her, was devastating to his his person, what people thought of him. You know? And it took for motherfuckers to, the cops went, talked to everybody, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Even it was people on the outside on the block that seen this fucking girl drive off. That was like, she didn't escape or, or run away or he didn't make her go up. There. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't seem like nothing was wrong. So that's the only thing that got him off. But if there was nobody to corroborate his story, he'd be fucked up because just her accusing him is a good enough to get him convicted if there's Did nobody. Did you hear about that chick in Texas who got 32 years for claiming rape that didn't happen? Good. Yeah. yeah. But they rarely go to jail, dude, because you have to. What happens is you have to go after them. The pol- If they can make that uh, accusation and nothing happens, they may get slapped with making a false police report. But that's it. You have to go after them with lawyers. It's a dude right now. That um, it's a, it's a NFL player. He's finna shoot his shit out this girl because he's like, you ruined my motherfucking life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, fuck. I forget. I, I can't think his name, name either. I just kind of bright bro. He had that whole thing like they fucking kicked him off the team. Like basically yeah. ended his fucking career, and it was all for bullshit. And it's nobody's dude, coming back. Nobody goes around. And no corporation goes around. It's like oh, bad. Yeah, they don't. They don't backpedal. Once they take that yeah. shit from you, they have to make that statement. Have to stick with it. And the thing about it is, like women yelling rape is kind of the same thing as white people calling the cops on black people. They're using it as a means Hope to get the brakes, motherfucker. What? Because that's not like it's the same. Because you, I know if I accuse this motherfucker of raping, he didn't rape me. That's gonna ruin his career. White people, I know if I call the police as a potential, they may shoot this motherfucker. That's the same damn thought pattern. I have to ask because how do you perceive that? Because for me, it's just like this is just one fucking idiot. That but it's not nobody one, I dude. know would ever fucking do this, but it's impactful. So what do you perceive as the fucking motivation for that? Because I can't put myself in those dude, shoes. let me like, tell you something. See, this is what I tell people. It's about perspective. It's about shit you just don't know. Nigga, I know a lot of motherfuckers that play in the NBA, professional sports, to where you have these women. It's their fucking job to go out, fuck these dudes, and get something on them to where they can get money from these dudes. They have apps to where you can know when the ballers are at the club, when the fucking football players, the basketball players. So you have women out here. That's their whole come-up game is to get men to get them to preg, get them pregnant, get a rape case on them. Shit like that is the same thing. If I can get around you, then I can make an accusation that's going to ultimately damage your life so I can get money out of you. So, so let me ask that question slightly differently. You guys are doing a barbecue in the park across the street from my house. Mm-hmm. Both been at my house. Like, There's a fucking nice park barbecue. Plenty mixed neighborhood. Guys are having a barbecue and some fucking white woman rolls up and starts calling the cops on you. In that moment, what do you believe to be her motivation? Racism. But what what are they hoping to get out of it? Like, they, because, dude, it's it's nobody wants to say this. They're hoping that the police comes and do something to these black people. We've seen enough. People call the police and black person gets shot and they aren't doing the shit. So why all of a sudden are black white people just calling the fucking cops on black people that ain't doing shit? Because there's always that potential that the cops are gonna come and kill this nigga. Nobody wants to say that because it sounds really fucked up, but that's what it is. If you know they're not doing anything wrong and you call the cops, you're hoping that cop comes and escalates that situation to do something to them because you can't. Because that's what we believe cops to do. That's what the nigga. That's no, what the, no. I'm, I'm, let's keep this without emotion. Like that's what nigga. You can't talk to a black person about black people getting killed do. and not have emotion, motherfucker. That's what <laughs> cops do, motherfucker. That was cops' job was to keep niggas in their place and keep them off away from white people. That's what the cops' original job. They still have that shit, Brandon Tomb. Why don't we believe that mother, racist motherfuckers like KKK didn't? Purposely go into the the court system, the motherfucking judicial system, so they could keep niggas in their place. That happened. They've done that, man. They said they had a fucking ten years ago. They said that. Oh, I don't disagree with that. Like systemic racism is a hundred percent real. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm just when I don't mean to patronize you by asking it in the way that I did, but I'm That's like good. I'm trying to look at it without emotion to be like because I can't relate. To any of but the that, experiences, exactly. whether it be the black people or the person or the, some fucking dumb white cunt calling the cops, I can't be like w- rationalize and be like, oh well, because she did this because it's I not can't. a rational like, thing. Why would you do that? It's not a rational thing, dude. 
it's not a rational thing because some of these white folks that do this shit in their mind, they think I'm protecting something, the white race, America, something against the black person. That's the, how deep this shit goes. That's why it's so crazy. That's why it's ridiculous. When it happens. No, that's that's. I mean, it goes back to the conversation we had last week about the like, don't infiltrate my community kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You you painted it slightly differently, but <laughs> uh, the idea, like, I've had conversations with people since then, and it, it's one of those things that makes sense. It's like, regardless of the racial makeup of a community, if you move into a community, you work in that community. You don't assert yourself unto it. So. But it, but that's the thing though, man. It's it's just a natural thing that when you come somewhere, you want to make it comfortable for you, and comfortability for you is being around people you feel comfortable around, which normally is your own kind. So you just, it, it becomes a thing. It's not it's it, if you think about it on a, on a, on just a natural level, an instinctual thing. That's just the way you protect yourself. You surround your people with look that look like you. So on the other side yeah. of that coin, let's look at it, it like let's I'll play devil's advocate as I often do. Um, so. A black family moves into a community that I've lived in, which is 100% white. They're the first black family household to move in. They throw a barbecue in the park, and they're doing it the way they throw a barbecue, not the way I and my community would throw a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I become like, that's, a, that, that's, that's not a barbecue. This is, this is debauchery. We need to get the authorities involved. Like, is that not in that context? A, I don't even want to say legitimate, but a k- fair response from that perspective. It is. It is, but it doesn't make it right in our. Uh, context, but but this but is that, but, that but no. Context. But this is the thing. What happens to humans talking to humans walking up like, hey? Because since you feel like you can't go approach these people, like you have to automatically call the police. That's racist right there. See what I'm saying? Like, you can't go over there. It's like, hey, this is not the way we do this around here. You're new to the neighborhood. You know, we, we cool right now. Finish this, but next time you do it, because you do it like this, because this is what we do in this community. That's the way you do that. You don't police, because you've escalated. You pushed the situation already. You don't know if this police officer is racist. You don't know if this nigga had a, a fight with his wife. She didn't give him no pussy that morning. You don't know what level that police officer is coming into that situation with that's going to escalate to where now I'm going to shoot this nigga. It's a, it's a fair point and not one that I would argue. <laughs> I'm just saying the other side of that coin is ex- also exactly but, what you said, is that somebody is too afraid to engage somebody as a fucking human, thinks they need to call in the arbiter of morals and ethics, which is the police for white people in this experience. They they will tell them that they are wrong because I'm afraid to. And this is my thing. I don't talk shit about white people because, like I say, white people have been conditioned just like niggas. White, well, I mean, you know what the fuck you did, so I get a pass on that motherfucker. That's my reparation, talking shit about you crackers, goddammit, and hunkies and what all that shit. Now, that's all I get. But anyway, look, white people, <laughs> white people been conditioned just like black people to believe certain things. So I can't fault white people for being the way they are, the way a lot of people, like, white people like, fuck white people. I'm like, no, I'm like, they got to be, their mentality's got to be deconstructed just like black people's mentality, that hood mentality. You know, they need to have the same understanding we have that we've all been played and we've all been taught some bullshit by one another and we really do the same motherfucking shit. That's when you start hanging around white people, you realize we're doing the same motherfucking shit just on different streets. That's why they killed Bobby Kennedy. Why? What you talking about? 
uh, Bobby Kennedy was running for president, and he like he got the support of the poor black community and the poor white community. You you're not gonna you're not gonna unite communities. You're not gonna do it. They're not gonna let you do it. Their power comes from keeping us down. So if we unite, that gives us a majority, and they won't let it happen. No, what? That's what, why they killed. Bobby <laughs> Correct. That's why Sirhan Sirhan killed Robert Kennedy is because he instead of trying to divide the races, instead tried to unify the economics. You guys are poor. Nope. Doesn't matter what color you are. I am here to protect you. He was the fucking attorney general of the U.S. He saw the inequity in the law, and he recognized that it had a lot to do with economics. That and what happens when somebody fucking says like, "Oh, it's the fucking it's money that's separating people, not race." That's not this. You get killed nigga, by the people with money. That's, that's why they killed Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was marching doing all this no, shit. No, no, they killed we that all nigga. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Spinning beef. Side spinning beef with Jesse Jackson. <laughs> I gotta get that. Say that, what you will. I gotta Say get that clip off. Say what you will. No, but that's what when when Martin Luther King started talking about economic disparity between everybody. Was he spinning a sign about it? <laughs> like you can't deviate. We gotta perpetuate the rumor here. <laughs> uh, they marched on Washington, spinning signs, nigga. <laughs> it was Martin in the front with a motherfucking uh, uh, a prime coat side spinning that bitch. <laughs> Prime coach. <laughs> that was one of the Jesse better bits. Jesse Jackson just got one that says Dayton's. <laughs> oh shit! It was a, it was a, uh, it was Apple Samsung beef. <laughs> Jesse Jackson was Samsung. Martin Luther King was Apple. <laughs> Jesse, you ain't go. Y'all spin that sign so well. Spin that sign. Spin that sign. Good God Almighty, spin that sign. <laughs> Gun down in the prime. Uh, <laughs> prime. That's what they were all pointing at. It's like that photo. They were like, look at how that fucker spins that <laughs> sign. Like, <laughs> through straight fire. Oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, Joe. <laughs> We got to make that a shirt. <laughs> spin that MLK sign. Died. Spin that sign. MLK died in a sign spinning beat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that would be too hard because motherfuckers got to know the context of it. They got to know there's a sign no, spinning like, tournaments. Uh, <laughs> just going to look at me like, that's either the most brilliant or the most racist <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It's the life. most offensive thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Now is that worse than a sign or a shirt that just says Jesse Jackson killed Martin Luther King? Well, niggas already shit. That's already a conspiracy now. Is it really? Yeah, that he got he got he got him assassinated. Yeah. Ooh, was he jealous? I think I think it was. What would be the motivation there? Jealousy over he wanted to be him. He wanted because if you notice, Jesse Jackson. Wants to be the leader of the black community, but nobody like really fucks with him. Like everybody don't fuck with him like that. He has his he has his rainbow coalition, but he's just a shiesty motherfucker, man. He like a preacher some shit. Like you just don't really want to buy into his bullshit. So who is the, who? If you had to pick a leader of the black community, who would you choose? Barack Obama at this point, right? Fuck like, that nigga. I ain't choosing none of these. No man, that that's ridiculous. Yeah, Why is it? This I is what blows my mind. It wouldn't. Okay, let me ask the beef. Before you fucking lose your mind, because <laughs> I don't want to go down a 20-minute hole on this, uh, on that side of it. Is there somebody that you feel speaks 
enough for what you believe. No, because this no. is because I mean, I'm, no, because this this is what pisses me off. Why do black people have to have a fucking leader? White people don't yeah. have a goddamn leader. Yeah, what oh, we do? He's got orange hair. Uh, no, nigga, that's the motherfucking president. president. You know, I said y'all don't like. I say white people can be individuals. What niggas ha- are we in this weird thing to where everything we do kind of makes you. It, you look at all niggas like you see one nigga doing something. You look at all niggas like oh, that's, and black people feel the same way because we always have to uh, have to defend motherfuckers that do shit real yeah. vigorously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like OJ. Everybody know he killed that bitch, but we can't say he killed that bitch because he yeah. black. You know. But you, uh, I mean, <laughs> that sounds came out really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what did you gonna say, motherfucker? But you see, you you apply the same logic to white people at large. What? Uh, that white people like? Okay, we don't have a leader. We get to be individuals, but you classify it. All white people the same way. No, but uh, that, yeah, that's me. Is. Like, because white people have a bunch of leaders. And this is huh? not to be. It, it's not even. No, that's, but no, that's but at any at any given time, though, you can go off and do whatever the fuck you want to do, and it doesn't affect the way other white people look at white people. You see what I'm saying? Like, whenever a white person go, well, maybe from that perspective, but. From y'all oh, perspective, no, there's so fucking many of us, man. You start judging each other about everything. And, and no, like I, I can't just assume every white dude is going to be cool just because he's white. Most of us are fucking terrible, terrible people, man. What, right. I mean, everybody's an asshole on their own level. See, this that the was thing. a whole white thing in Charlottesville. There was a, there were no people of color of any color other dude, than white. Me, at okay, that, and it was white me, on white. Crime. Let me give you the other. Let me give you the other. <laughs> inst- let me give you the other uh, side of that. You know what I'm saying? That I went to Houston. It was niggas outside the mall, and I forgot what they were called. They're some type of religious sect, but they're like super uh, militant shit. These niggas had on bulletproof vest, camo shit, like they was ready for fucking war, yelling at white people like, you crazy fucking cracker, you don't belong here. Just out, and I'm like, that's the other side of it. That yeah. We don't talk about that because you can't really say that because then that makes you look bad. But it's a totally different side of it, and I've seen it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people are fucking ridiculous. White people, black people, everybody's ridiculous. You know, but white people take the heap of the shit because, you know, y'all raped and pillaged the world for a bunch of fucking years. So y'all take the fucking burden. No, as a race, I have to agree. Like, it wasn't Americans, and it was just white people did a lot of really, really awful things. Yeah, and that's that's when, you know, y'all just got to take, you know what I'm saying, punches for that. That's it. It is what it is. And yet nobody's upset with the... Way the Egyptians enslaved the Jews, hmm? like everybody forgot that Be- shit. Because that's not pre- that's not prevalent. That's not my circumstances right now. My circumstances is that I see white people. I know white people enslaved my people, so I'm talking shit about white people. Why would we talk about shit about Egyptians? They ain't around them. All shit people people yeah, in Egypt is fucking talking shit about <laughs> Egyptians because they <laughs> over there. But I that ain't my. It's not my reality. Will we make believe that the the race, if it w- if you will, of the Egyptians is not a thing anymore? Right? I mean, it's we just, don't... No, it's I just mean, Africans. That's, just, that's, to, like, that's, right? that's to us, I mean, man. As Americans, we're arrogant. We don't think the rest of the world's history... Give, we don't give a fuck about that. We give a fuck about what happens in America. Everything else is just a, a footnote in history. Yeah. America and everybody else is just whatever. Go, my bad. I was about to say there has to still be Egyptians because Egypt is still... A place. Like, a, like it's still a country. <laughs> right, but they're still they, producing really nice cotton. Yeah. But are they, I mean? are they like a race or were they just because it's North Africa, they were probably large I mean, Egypt is African, right? Can I ask a fucked up question? What's up? 
did someone take cotton to Africa or did someone pull Africans for cotton because they already knew they'd be good at it? Different kind of cotton. Egyptian cotton. Mm-mm. My Mm-mm. bad. I don't know. As the question, like I didn't. Oh, no, I, 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 I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I, I don't know what the correlation between. I know what you're trying to say, but uh, nah. I get it. I have no. Nah, I, I'm sure Egyptian cotton came way down the line after niggas was <laughs> like, <laughs> like nigga, you could have got this cotton from Egypt. <laughs> you had to come get us. Uh, this is off. <laughs> cotton, cotton is nav- native to subtropical regions around the world, including the Americas, Africa, Egypt, and India. Oh, well, there's that. So, cotton's everywhere. So, but it's oh, Egyptian. Wow, mm-hmm. What? Nothing. No, that's it. There ain't no telling how they picked their cotton there. They pick no, they Trump to discontinue Obama era practice of using. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get to the end of that. This is, motherfuckers are ridiculous, man. What the fuck? So the the headline reads: no. Trump to discontinue Obama, Obama era. era <laughs> I need a reputable source. I need a reputable <laughs> source. Oh my god, people are fucking ridiculous. Man. So did you not get wind of what lowercase. what our president did this morning? I do. I don't even. I, I don't even. Okay. I don't. I don't watch it. It could be one of my favorite things that so he's was, done no. in a long time. What's up? Um, I, I kind of want to find my phone, but basically, dude, do he, you do you think do you think Trump will be the next false false flag? Because they build. I don't know. I they build to, this nigga up. I, I I thought they was gonna let him. He doing too much shit against. Just America as what's, an idea. What's he really doing? Not let's 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 take the people out of it, okay? What is he doing against the people of power? Nobody. You say, no, he's going against this because the people of power don't give a fuck because they're in play anyway. They're they're orchestrating the game. The people of America. You make everybody hate this motherfucker. Then when a motherfucker kill him, you don't really give a fuck. But still, it's an American thing. No, nigga, I'm no. telling you, Joe. They setting that nigga up to take a fall. I'm telling you, I know a play when I see one. Cause he doing shit. America do not fuck with Russia. He gets a second term. I bet money right now. If he's still alive, he gets a second term. But they got to do something. They've got to kill him, or they got to make him go insane. Something like they're not. He's not getting out of this unscathed. I'm telling you. Uh, they're gonna use him to unify the last of the countries, man. <laughs> shit. I'm telling you. Dude. How many countries don't have a centralized bank? It, Joe. No, it's a legitimate question. Let me tell you something. They're going to they're gonna get that regardless. They're going to get that regardless. I'm talking about America. They're building this motherfucker up to where they can do something to him and ain't nobody going to give a fuck. Okay. Just look at it super big picture, okay? If you're like the people that run everything, if you can convince a rogue... Like South Korea or North but if Korea. You Hang on. If you can convince a rogue like North Korea that this president is an outsider and he can get shit done, and all of a sudden you can get this guy to play along with the rest of the world under, like, we'll protect you just like we protect South Korea. We'll introduce, like, capitalism. We'll, like, give you an influx of money. Like, all of a sudden you can get your resources out of your country, blah, 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 blah. If they can produce that with this president that everyone thinks is apeshit crazy, but really like hasn't done anything different than any other fucking president we've had, I know. Uh, I think that's the play, man. I I initially thought they were going to do it with Bernie Sanders. I thought Bernie Sanders was going to get the nod, and it was just going to be a smooth slide into socialism. No, because I think yeah. Bernie Sanders was legit, though. I thought I think Bernie Sanders was legit. That's why they the Democratic Party 
kicked that he they was going against him. They didn't want him in there. So that's when I knew I'm like, he's legit. He wants to do what he says he's doing. And he can't be bought. So the fucking Democratic Party wouldn't even let him become the front running candidate. And they were playing both sides of the table. So the powers that be got what they want. They were gonna get what they want with Hillary or Trump. It don't matter. But like I say, they're doing a lot of anti American shit. And like what? Going Russia, dude, nigga, fuck. Russia and China is two motherfuckers that Americans just don't fuck with. Why? Not like that. Not out front. Why? Huh? Why? That's just that's the way we've been, motherfucker. <laughs> Nazis from Russia? Not from Russia. That's Germany. But motherfucking Have Russia. You, okay, 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 okay. What do you know about Operation Paperclip? What is that? It is when the American government took in all of the Russian scientists. Dude, and this and is, no, hang on. All I know the, but, uh, but, but this dude no, said, it burns. I'm talking hang about on, there's wait. a lot of symbolism uh, to this shit. Man, I know what you're finna. You finna go no, deep on the cover like on. they got no, these no, Russian no. scientists to do yeah. shit. Okay, uh, go. Fair enough. Go. So they brought these German guys in. He made, he basically is the father of NASA. Like He's the one that built the Saturn V rocket to get us to the moon. Hmm? Before he died, he put out a book and he said, first it's the Russians, then it's the terrorists. Then it'll be the aliens. Or no, yeah, that's what he said. And so, like, all of a sudden, the core. What are they talking about? All the base, he's like, those are the great enemies that they're going to use to unify all the people. And then, like, the false flag isn't going to be killing Trump. No one gives a fuck if they kill Trump. Like, the U.S. government still rolls on. The false flag is to fake an alien invasion. Because that's how you unify everyone. Like, oh, the aliens are coming. We can protect you from that. But, dude. Do you understand America is probably the most uncun- untrusted country in the world? Sure, but who yeah. can stop us? Yes, huh? but everybody wants to come <laughs> but here this, and but, everybody but wants to is, do business. But let me tell you something. Yeah, everyone wants this to is why, that's because, not because, arrogant, that, because the way we do stuff, fact. because we're because we're a fucking because we're a, a place to where we'll let you do whatever evil you want if you give us enough motherfucking money. Whereas a lot of these other countries have a lot of sanctions and shit like that. That's why lot, we don't get a lot of products that a lot of these other countries have because of the sanctions we impose on people that come here. But let me say this though, y'all. It's like I say this. The arrogance of American. Y'all think y'all the center of everything. We, Because you're saying that this has to come from America, that we're the ones that's pretty much orchestrating this, and we're the only ones that think that. You think motherfuckers in China are thinking that, oh, the Americans will... It, 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 it's arrogance to think that we... Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying, do you understand how small we are relative to the world to where you think that we'll be the ones to unify the world under this one thing. And it's and if that's the case, it's oh, only because... Oh, I don't think it'll be America that unifies the people under one thing. It'll be done under the guise of the people that run, like, all the national banks. It'll be under the guys that run all of the money. Okay, so why do you think Trump plays into that? What do you mean, why do I think Trump plays into that? Because it's like your whole because, basis for okay, this is what on, Trump on, is doing, on. seems like. If you're going to shift an entire country... Like, if you're going to make radical movements with an entire country to get you to another destination, you can't do that with someone that's an insider politician because no one's going to fucking go for it. But if somehow a rogue president that everyone hates can get in and then magically do all of these crazy things that, like, he still technically hasn't even fucking done yet. But, like, if you can get that guy to make this story arc get over here... You can rewrite history in eight fucking years because of one rogue president. Telling no. me I'm fucking wrong. If you're looking I, at I the see, biggest possible I, picture. Dude, I, I see what you're saying, but I look at it in terms of money. What does unifying the world has to do with money? I I can make way. What, 
if they don't want if they don't want black and white people to be unified in America, what makes you think the whole fuck they want the whole fucking world to be unified? Because what you got to understand is that you're you're creating more people that can go against you if you unify the world. Now you just have to deal with the millions of motherfuckers in America that you can control with money. But you go to these other countries, these other countries don't fucking play. Let them politicians do something to the motherfuckers in these other countries. They don't go to work. And you they don't tear think down capitals. These people from these other countries aren't going to get wiped out in whatever event unifies the world. So you're thinking an extinction level event to unify the world? Yeah. How the fuck else that can you I do that? That I disagree with. Because you, you're taking money out of their pockets when you do that. At, at what point? How much more money can you get? Like you re- that's a ridiculous idea okay, in so terms of money. It doesn't matter. If exactly. Money is your sense of value. You will acquire all of exactly. it. Exactly. It's not a rational thing. More. And I agree with you that the only way that this entire planet be- operates under a one-world government is when economic inequality is not a thing. And it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody earns the same. It just means that nobody suffers. Everybody lives a comfortable life. Some people have a more comfortable life. (coughs) But as long as everybody is just like, I I don't have to work 85, 120 hours a week, and my so you have to eliminate money. It becomes a resource issue. Whatever, but it needs to be like a basic standard of living. No, I can and say then that. you have the possibility because it's not about beating people for their money because that's what it is right now. I want what they have. Now, and I want more than they have. Exactly. Mm. That's the whole idea of wealth is me having something you can't obtain. I also think this cryptocurrency is something that everybody needs to pay attention to because once you make it go – on the internet, it's a thing that everybody can be can have access to, and there's nothing behind it. Like there's no like they just added like five billion dollars to cryptocurrency for nothing, just because the people are paying attention to it more. That's it. That's what made it rise five billion dollars. There's no rhyme or reason to it, so you can just it it can be everybody can be have that one currency in the world. So as far as that, I can see that. But that cryptocurrency that might be the apple of our generation. How Apple started out and nobody thought it was going to be as big as it is? No, it won't. Why you say Because it threatens the people with money. What it does is it threatens the the exchange market and treasury bonds for every major country. But you don't think they have something built there? Because you remember it came up before. And the motherfucker that discovered it or made it, that motherfucker went on a run. They found that motherfucker. He disappeared. And then it popped back out. So how do we know they didn't say, like, this they is a good idea? They actually don't act. There is still questions over who actually who founded actually, Bitcoin. Uh, the name that's associated is a ghost name. It doesn't. It's oh, really? to nobody. But it's like an Australian. He's an Asian. Yeah. In Australia is what they think. But they can't prove that. But here's the problem with it is using alternative currencies all that has to happen is the central bank of any major country to say, we will not endorse these transactions. And that invalidates it. Maybe it drives the value of it up because it becomes more rare, but it also becomes impossible to use. But, dude, I'm watching it, and they, that's the way they, when it first popped out, nobody really accepted. Now you can get uh, Bitcoin debit cards. A lot more people are starting to get on board. So I know if when, when banks start to get on board, they're getting their cut. They're finding a way to make it be lucrative for them. But they, do you, say again. But do you understand like what? And the I understand what you're saying. Cryptocurrencies are altered slightly, mm-hmm. but Bitcoin is somewhat unique in that its value is based on its 
difficulty to acquire, mm-hmm. and it's just code. Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Just like it's ridiculous. Code. And I, I I understand what you're saying, and I thought that's the way it was gonna be. But as I look at it more, more and more people are jumping on board with this more and more, and it's not going anywhere. Because it dipped a bunch of times. I'm like, oh, that's it. It's gone. But then it just shoots back up. And but then more and more people are starting to accept it. I, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. But mm-hmm. as soon as it becomes starts teetering on the way people want to use currency, when it's something that has no intrinsic value, it's not backed up. You can I can get Bitcoin by simply running a bunch of computers that will mine this shit. Mm-hmm. It's costing me electrical. But I can all of a sudden become worth something that's backed by nothing there was nothing earned to to get that and as soon as countries put an end to it it's rolling right now but people have a vested interest in treasury bonds most notably u.s currency treasury bonds and so if people stop using the currency that goes down those are some of those powerful people on the fucking planet yeah, this is what i believe we all know that they write the laws they want to like write when they write them so who knows what the fuck they'll do to transfer those treasury bonds into some type of cryptocurrency that they you know what I'm saying they can do what the fuck they want to do but the fact that it's still around and it's, it's constantly gaining popularity is just weird to me because if it was a threat they would have stamped it out but I feel like they're really trying to figure out a way to figure out how to use it. Because, I mean, that's what they do. They're, they're strategists. We need to stop thinking these people are dumb. They're strategists. So when they see something pop up, they're like, well, what can we get out of this? If they can't get shit out of it, then, yeah, they'll get the shit out of here. But if they can figure out a way to use that, then it's, it'll be around. I believe. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just saying shit that I read. So don't, don't pay no too much attention to me. <laughs> I think blockchain is more important than Bitcoin overall. But doesn't but, blockchain lead to... Blockchain is what Bitcoin is based on. Yeah. Yeah, but you can get other cryptocurrencies based on blockchain. Like Yeah, there's there's a lot of cryptocurrencies, but Bitcoin is just kind of like the, the big one. Kind of the big one the out Coke, there. The Coke, if you will. Yeah. I don't really know shit about it. I know a fair amount. Not enough to, like, successfully wager I could make money at it, but I understand. The well, I mean, it's really nothing. T- it's really just you can buy some, and you can just watch it rise and fall, sell it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, but this other dude, like, I met this guy that mined Bitcoin, and there's, like, these markets that you can only use cryptocurrency to get in, but the way they yield is ridiculous. Like, he was getting, like, something like 15% return on different, sh- it, he was making decent money, but you can only use Bitcoin to get into it. Like yeah. it's a, let me tell you something. It's money out here. <laughs> it's yeah. about, trillions of dollars change hands every day, man. You can get some money. You just gotta know how to do it. You gotta know the right motherfuckers, man. I, I've met motherfuckers that do shit that you like. How the fuck you a millionaire for that? And it's money out here. You just gotta get it. All what, right. What up, James? <laughs> Approaching the end of our damn for our real stint. It's ten minutes to nine. Shit. Damn. All right. Any other topics we want to discuss? Like, I feel like I want to. I don't think we put it up on the air last time, but I'm. I I pretty much got Hamill bought into the idea of the Emily's show. What? <laughs> Can we make this happen? I don't have those connects. I mean, I. <laughs> The, I, if I really wanted to, I could make it happen. The you talking about em, em, yeah, Emily Zeke and uh, Coates have them on the show and talk about feminism with Hamble. Oh, 
I don't think you understand no. how conflict works. So I had a lot. Of I wasn't of even. I wasn't even thinking with Hamill. I was thinking it with us. We're more rational than Hamill. No, it's got to be with Hamill. No, man. So you, you try to. Now you trying. You trying to. You trying to mix fire together, right? No, there, right? I am, and that's See, why nah. I'm saying like, how do? What roles do we have to play? Dude, to you like, know. Hey, you know Hamill is just I waiting for thunder. You know Hamill's waiting for that one day till he can let all that white rage out, man. It's not. I'm not gonna be in his presence when it happens. Yeah, you will. They can't. Nah. Know, uh, nah. But he's he's moving. They can't know it. Huh? People she's know he's he's moving out of the area. Nah. So I, this I, is I, a part because I, I, I don't want I don't want him to do nothing. He gonna regret. That's why I, I don't want him to fucking go crazy and do something he gonna regret. So I wouldn't put no. In this so you, me, and Bear run fucking like moderation panel. Like we're not taking sides. We're shutting them the fuck up. Should never do that. I don't want any part yeah. of it. Can we have him call in? <laughs> <laughs> we had a nigga call right, in. Can we do a Skype interview from an undisclosed location? We just <laughs> so he CIA can't find him. Site. He can't find the motherfuckers when his white rage kick in. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're at Black Site ninety threes <laughs> with Emily Zeke and Emily Coates. Jacob just, Hamill is in the the cage area in the back. No, I've <laughs> honestly to heard see him in a go go dancer cage. Like mm, I've heard mm, everything mm. from Hamill's side and from his perspective. I get it, but I don't know anything from their side. And I'd love to just you know thunderdome this. Ah, this nigga just learned his lesson. <laughs> I got to laugh at you because you still had him around, and they caught your ass with that little picture. What? Uh, <laughs> they, dude, they're unreasonable. Yeah. Get the they, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> they went to attacking him because he had a picture. It was him and a bunch of white dudes. And he, he said something like, uh, like one of these things aren't like that. Some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, right? one of these things is not like the other. And they got on there like, no, this is not okay. Those are cis white males. And I'm like, what but the wait, fuck? You made this joke presumably about yourself. Yeah. Okay. That's just so I can read the situation. Yeah. Dude, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. But that's what they are doing. It, it make, it's. It, it'll boggle your mind talking to them. It really I'm will. I'm fucking. Uh, I'm all in. Dude. Bring them to me. It'll make you so mad, man. No, my it job is to, to be even. And I think I can the get them. I, I think I. Because I know what the fuck is wrong with one of them. You know what I'm saying? I know what's wrong with them, but I, I want to. She's got a face in the hole. No, her, dad, her daddy fucked her up, Joe, because I've heard her say little shit. So I'm like, it's your father fucked you. I don't know what not fucked you literally might have fucked her literally, but he he did something to her that made her hate men, and now she's got like a, a audience, and that's amplifying her agitation, and she just feels like she's right because people are telling her she's right. No one's telling her you fucking crazy. She keeps befriending people that have the same anger against men that she has, and they're just fucking rolling. Cause it's it's a visceral thing. Man. It's not a, you look at them. In their eyes, dude, you can see something behind their eyes that something ain't right, dude. It's not a, a rational thing. Like, they need help. And, and they've just got to point to a motherfucker. Like, if you don't fuck with them, you don't fuck with them. You're either on their level or you don't fuck with them. Because it's, it's, it's irrational. And I told, mother, what's his name? Um, Andrew Four Lines. He kicked yeah. me off the show because I said something to one of them. That And I was like, okay, dude, you're going to see. That's what I told him. Then I was like, all right, dude, that's your prerogative. I understand. Yeah. Do you think? A month ago, but I get a letter from that nigga in the mail. You know your white dude, so he sent me a letter. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to pay you for your show. I kicked off. I kicked you off of. And um, let's let's get together. I'm like, yeah, them bitches went crazy on you. I know that's what happened. <laughs> now you, this is your way of apologizing. You know what I'm saying? I told yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't say shit about people that I don't know. And I'm like, Joe, they fucked up and they need help. And y'all not telling them they need help. 
because y'all are trying to be nice to him. Y'all are trying to give him this yeah. feminist kick, but that's not feminism. That's fucking ridiculous ass women. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, man. So what what I'm hearing is is that you don't think having them on this show is a reasonable expectation. I don't, I don't think, think having Hammer idea. I wanted to, I, I If I wasn't as low level as I was, I'd do it. <laughs> like I they can fuck me up right now, you know what I'm saying? But if I had a little bit more juice, I might do it, but I want to do it because I think it would be a very interesting show and I think it would really shed some light on some shit cuz I think I got the questions to ask them. You know what I'm saying? To have a conversation with him, but... But that's what I'm asking, is, like, I don't want it to be... Like, having Hamble on is fine, because I want two polar opposites. Mm -hmm. And whether you play that role or not is irrelevant to me. What I want is freedom to fucking say the way that each side believes, but also not attack each other. But do you There's, do you there, not there, know Jacob Hamill? I know this is exactly <laughs> why because, and I guarantee, from my understanding, is that the other party is going to do the same shit, is going to re- react with low but blows that's and underhanded I, comments, and that's fine. No, that is our responsibility as fucking broadcasters to say, let that happen, and then be like, all right, fucking whistle. Your this, turn, this, like this, they, because I don't, I don't want, the, I don't that. want it to be. I want to have a legitimate conversation with them, and I want to talk to them like, what's wrong? I want them to tell me what's wrong, and then I want, I want to put it in rational terms. And I want to give them options instead of doing this. Try, just there's other ways to handle this than what you're doing. You're making yourself look bad. I want to have a legitimate conversation with them. I don't want to poke at them and shit like that because I understand it on that mental level, man. Because it's just you're trying to protect yourself. You got that door in your brain. You don't want fucking open, and this is your way of protecting yourself. So I want to talk to them on a real level. I don't want to poke fun at them because, like I say, everybody's just trying to live, man. Yeah. Okay, I've thought a lot about this. I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Find a way to find it to make it still funny where everybody participates. There needs to be it's a like yeah. serious point window, mm-hmm. and then here's your twenty seconds to fucking drop heat, and then no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's gonna regimented. be a whole show, dude, because it's gonna branch off into a lot of different shit, man. If we can yeah. unwrap, pull back them layers, it's gonna go in thirty different directions, man. So it's not just going to be, as I'm saying. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a, one of those shows to where it's going to be a lot more serious in talk than it is going to be funny. Like I always yeah, try to yeah. put the funny in there somewhere, but you know sometimes you just got to sit back and let motherfuckers. Cause that'll be yeah. a more because we're trying to have a serious show with them because it ain't going to be a lot of funny shit that's going to happen. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, they're, I, they're I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we need to add humor. I'm yeah. just saying we need to also allow the opportunity where it's oh, just yeah. like I can be serious and I can also fucking just throw a fucking comedic jab at you. Oh yeah, we, we and we're not going to take that and be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be serious. And then, uh, and then also, light, I would even. No, but they're I would not even, light. I would even. Light. We can't dude. throw jabs. All it's yeah. going to do is push yeah. them over the edge. I would yeah, even reason to lose. say, yeah. not even have y'all, because they hate white men. Let me do the shit, and y'all may be somewhere in the vicinity, because they're going to go right at y'all. All right, white take my mic. Make no I run sense. the board. That's all I do. I take, take I think that would be a much, because, nope. like I said. for myself as a, what do you call me, a white, white what? White, a cis white bell. Yeah. Bring it. I'll defend myself. But I'm, just saying, Dude, I'm tired of every person on the planet being like, white man is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I get it. White people I do mean, a lot of shitty shit, but like, do I look like I'm in charge? <laughs> like, why do I have to get judged? Like, I told you, white men get mad at that shit, boy. They do not like that. <laughs> it's okay. Y'all get over it. 
I just love when I love that comment. It's like, why are you mad at me? I'm not in charge. I like that. I like that though. Are you mad at me? I'm not in charge. <laughs> All right. Anything All right. else we want to throw out there? Uh, come to my open mic with Anthony Crawford on Wednesday. It's a good. Hell yeah, dopest mic in Denver. I'm headlining the the old Los Tacos. I don't know the name, but we know the name of it. Yeah, it's uh, Menya. Minya? On Colfax? Yeah, Minya on Colfax. I'll be uh, headlining that show this Saturday. Come on out, Who's see me. That? Uh Michael Sayden, same dude. Oh, nice. he got it back. Yeah, he got yeah. it back. Uh, also, uh, my birthday's coming up August, tw- uh, August 12th, but on the 11th. Uh, doing a show at the Orion Theater. Crazy amount of comics on it. Uh, also, uh, on the 12th, come to Devin's if you don't mind cigarette smoking. We're doing a roast here. All of us going to be on it. It's going to be stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get drunk. Probably forget half of it. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get him fucked up. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all. I'm gonna bring some expensive shit. <laughs>